0: Simon and I were married in fall 1997. By the fall of 1998, it looked as if we wouldn't make it past one year. I had fallen into the same desire trap that my mom had. I needed a man to love me. One dark and stormy night, the words, I don't think I can be married to you anymore, rolled off my husband's tongue. I was devastated. Within hours, I was driving through the desert back home to my parents' house in Arizona. While buckets of rain fell from the sky, hot tears filled my swollen eyes. I can't believe I'm about to be divorced. What's wrong with me? Looped over and over in my head. I knew it was time. I needed God. The seed my co-worker had planted just a few months prior when she invited me to church, starting to bloom. All my body sculpting, clean eating, and other attempts to look good on the outside couldn't seem to fix my insides. That night, everything changed for me. On the heels of this bad news, good news was on the way. Like the prodigal son, I was ready to come home to God. I brought my whole body with all its pain and my muddy heart, so I could return home to Him. While there was still a long road to travel on the journey to healing and wholeness in my marriage, the first stop on my road trip was home, home to God.
1: Hey Revelation Wellness friends, you just heard a sneak peek of Elisa reading from her new book, The Body Revelation, which is available for pre-order right now, and when you order, you get access to the full audio read by Elisa before the audiobook releases on June 13th, which means you can press play on hope and begin to metabolize pain, banish shame, and connect to God with your whole self. And if you love what you just heard, then you're going to love the Body Revelation season right here on the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I'm Aaron, one of the team members here at Revelation Wellness. And each week on Monday and Thursday, Elisa is taking you through the stages of metabolizing pain found in the Body Revelation. This week, she's walking us through the stage four, which is all about humility and how we need Jesus if we want real freedom. So before you press play, please be sure to swipe up on the show notes for the link to pre-order The Body Revelation and go get your audio today. Let's get ready to dive in.
2: Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Ah, uh, take a deep breath, inhale, exhale. Maybe shake your arms take a bit. You could even flap like your way. arms, move those arms. Let's get the lymphatic system queued up and ready to go. Well, hello friend, I'm Melissa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness, and we are gonna move our bodies while continuing to move through the six stages of metabolizing pain now again these are high level teachings conceptual based on my new book that's coming out called the body revelation and i was just thinking right before i pressed record right now as you're hearing this we're about two weeks away from this message getting released into the earth. (laughs) I'm nervous, I'm excited. I'm mostly excited, to be honest with you. I'm obedient to the Lord. I know he told me to write this book and it is for anyone who has a body and struggles to host heaven in that body. So what we're gonna do here on Mondays is plant the seeds for these six stages. And we've been working through it. Stage one was surviving. That's your first stage. Everyone living and breathing is surviving. And we talked about how that stage is all about desire. We gotta deal with our desires because not everything we desire is a beneficial thing. Not every desire we have is a godly desire because of this fallen world. But God is not too far to help us. And he doesn't want us just to survive. He wants us thriving, friends. But we gotta deal with our basic desires. So we talked about that. You can go back and listen to all these the last four weeks or three weeks, we've done a revving the word on Monday where you just move your body, moderate intensity. Today, we might do a couple intervals for fun Z's. Then on Thursdays, I expand upon the teaching. So you can, you don't, you can be moving your body if you want, but I encourage you to be taking notes and all of this is high level from the book. And remember if you get the book now pre-order it you get an audio version of the book for free yeah oh it'll be like me my voice i'm reading it to you so come on and some other freebies too but also when you order the book you get 45 training sessions with me that coincide with each chapter of the book y'all The book is $24.99, and actually if you order now, if it goes on sale at all, you'll get the sale price before it releases. So for (laughs) $24.99, you're getting, oh my gosh, 32 years of my, my experience in this call that God's given me, this passion for health and well-being. Now that I know what it's about, now that I'm no longer living in survival phase, I'm recognizing there's so much more to this. So you get 45 training sessions, physical and spiritual practices to metabolize that pain, banish shame and connect to God with your whole self. So we're just scraping the surface here. I can't even imagine that. Its value is probably around 500 plus dollars. If you were to get personal training. Oh, not even, 45 sessions. Hold on, I'm sorry, I digressed. (laughs) Do the math. Thousands of dollars, guys. So come on. All right. But I'm gonna give you the best that I got today. Right now I want you to feel your feet in your shoes. Take a deep breath through your nose, inhale exhale feel your breath getting a little labored, just a bit but it's moderate any object in motion you're staying in motion as you contract those muscles shorten them lengthen them blood flow coming up the best thing you could do is take those big breaths through the nose out the mouth y'all This is all about discharging. When you move your body, you're discharging stored up energy that turns into stress and stressed, unmetabolized, leads to pain, chronic illness and disease. And that stuff gets stuck in our bodies. This is why moving your body, still the number one prescription for anyone who's battling ill health. In any way, they're going to be like, well, a good doctor is going to ask, what's your health routine? Do you move that body of yours? They might say, do you exercise? But see that word exercise triggers something in us. But do you move your body? What's movement look like? Y'all, I'm reading a book right now that it's called exercised. (laughs) And how we were never meant for exercise. But we were meant to move. And because our current situation in life, where we have made life easier, life comes to us now. We don't have to go to life, right? Food comes to me. I don't have to go plant food. Work comes to me. I don't have to go to work. Come on. We're moving less and less. Less movement, less of a person. You got to move. Everything with a brain moves. God's made it just that way. So right now on a scale of 1 to 10, I want you all to be a good 7. So the first three stages, real quick, we talked about surviving. You got to get back and deal with those desires that you have. You misuse them and misplace them. Second stage, recognizing that our brain and our body get marred, changed, by misplaced and misused desires. <laughs> Y'all, idolatry isn't just bad for your spirit, it's bad for your body too. It's bad for your brain. It'll down-regulate everything in your life. We have to recognize, this isn't just a spiritual battle. Your body's shown up to this battle too. So in my book, I talk about all the research that's in. If you have struggled in your body, it's not your fault but you do have response ability, the ability to now respond to the pain and not just react to it, which took us into stage three, expressing. We gotta come to ourselves with the kind of energy we're carrying around in us, our emotions, our feelings, and our felt sense. So after we've done that, we move into stage four, humbling humbling our teaching text today is philippians 2 5 through 8. holy spirit teach us here we go have this mind among yourselves which is yours in christ jesus who though he was in the form of god did not count equality with god a thing to be grasped but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Humility, this is the word of the Lord. All right, good. Take a breath. This should feel good in your body about now. If it's painful, I want you to pull back. Don't be afraid. Get curious. Maybe you're just tired, overtrained. But usually, about now, that stagnant energy is off of us. You're starting to feel a little wiser, feel a little stronger. Yeah, optimistic. Because right now in your brain, we got some neurotransmitters and hormones that are being released by the body. It's all your hope chemicals. Yeah. All right, so I wanna note something today about humility. This is the pivot point. Humility, if you are going to transform that negative energy, which we talked about energy, first law of thermodynamics, If you're gonna transform it and stop transferring it onto other people friends listen to me humility is needed stages one through three anyone can do the whole wellness world even the new age movement they're willing to recognize yeah We got this survival brain because we don't wanna suffer. So we do everything to avoid suffering. That's called surviving. And then they're able to get the research too about our brains and what adversity and when you think on negative things, what it does to your brain and to your immune system. They can get that same information. So that's good because you can't change what you're not aware of and then they can express. They can learn some healthy ways to come to themselves and emote and feel. Meditation, you know, compassionate, kindness, meditations, getting more empathetic. It's even what Tim Tim Keller calls moral therapeutic deism. A lot of people in the church do this well i'm just gonna think good things and do good things because that makes me feel better therapeutic deism because because god wants me to be happy the universe wants me to be happy oh that's true but that right there if you stay stuck in that top three loop you go nowhere you chase your tail because you were made by God for God and he has purposes for your life. (laughs) He has a plan and a purpose and he will not give up on you. He won't stop, he loves you too much. Your life, the way you think it should be, is still too small. So humility, Humility is needed, friends. So just as we're starting to feel better about ourselves, by stage three, you got to go lower. You want to enter into the kingdom of God, where all things, all things work for good? Humble yourself. If you want to push towards an eight, Come on. Anyone can get better. That's common grace. Anyone can heal. Everyone's body is set by God to heal. That's common grace. But if we are looking for sustainable, transformational change, we have got to get back to the source. The one who made us and knows how life and our bodies inside this fallen world can work best. Humility needed, say that with me. Humility needed, keep saying it. Stay to eight for just a few more seconds. Four, three, two, go ahead and come on back to a six, a seven, a five, I don't care. Take a deep breath through your nose. Can you feel your shin bones right now? Good. How about, how about the side of your body? left side right side of your body can you feel it good job good job just put your attention there listen to me james 4 6 through 7. god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble come on if your life feels stuck step back and ask this question Am I opposing God? Am I in a standoff with God? Am I raising a case against God? Am I mad at God? Y'all, ooh. I believe so many people, they are mad at God. They feel let down by Him. They think, what kind of God would allow this? And that's why pride rises up on this earth. We lift lift ourselves higher than God. We say our ways are higher. Our thoughts are better. And God opposes those people. He goes, yeah, we're not gonna be able to go anywhere else. I'm gonna stand off with you. I will not let you advance. But he gives grace to the humble. Proud versus the humble y'all the whole fitness and diet and wellness craze come on help me out here help a sister out it's filled with traps for pride filled with landmines for you to make it about you and it's insidious it's hidden it just sneaks up on you you don't even know it it started out as a good thing i'm gonna take care of my health before you know it it's a pride thing pride you know what's interesting my book the body revelation it actually comes out during the month of pride In the month of june there is a spirit that is let loose over this earth that says me i'm the point of life i am god and there is no other it's pride oh that's what i'm so excited about that, that thought just came to me the other day this book is for the body and when it comes to pride month that's a month where people say you can't tell me what to do with my body i get to love whoever i want and do whatever i want and don't you get in my way. Come on, everyone. God opposes the proud, but guess what? Every person that opposes him, there's a grace available to them. There's a grace available. There's a rest available, and that makes me smile. So yes, Lord, release this book in the month of pride and May. People turn to you because you're better. People who are hurting in their bodies. Somebody hurt them. Somebody violated them. Somebody didn't love them. And we live in a fallen world, everyone. And hear me, listen. Listen up. We are not the point. The minute you make yourself the point of anything, you're in pride. God is the point. We get to point to him. And here's the cool thing. When we point to him, he points to us. And we're in this love dance, this love feast. No, you're the point, God. And he goes, but look at you. Look at my son or daughter with whom I am well pleased. Pay attention to him. Pay attention to her. God has pride over his children who see him, who say, you're better. You're the point. You're the point. Say that as you move your body.
1: Be a
2: seven. All right, let's talk a little more about pride because y'all i believe we know ourselves better by what we fall short in not the things that we're nailing we know when we're falling short and if we're willing and healthy and whole as you are you're willing to have yourself examined and that's why we read the word every day it's a health checkup What's going on inside of me, God? Tell me. Pride. According to Holman's Bible Dictionary, listen to this. Just be a good seven. Have fun. Stay in your body. Give me your mind. If you want to keep those two connected, keep breathing. The breath connects the body and the mind and the mind and the body. Now let me fill your mind. Pride is undue confidence in and attention to one's own skills, accomplishments, state, possessions, or position. Some of the synonyms for pride include arrogance, presumption, conceit, uh self-satisfaction, boasting, and high-mindedness. It is the opposite of humility, the proper attitude one should have in relation to God. Pride is rebellion against God because it attributes to oneself the honor and glory due to God alone. A proud person does not think it's necessary to ask for forgiveness because they cannot admit their sinful condition. Some have considered pride to be the root and essence of sin. Others consider it to be sin in its final form. In either way, it's a grievous sin. Come on, friend. All right. Now, I know you probably did what I did. When I read that definition today, I'm like, huh, okay. I think I'm doing okay, but I don't trust myself to know. I can't trust myself. Arrogance, friends, come on. Self-satisfaction or high-mindedness, wait a minute. I am prone, just as you are, to lift up my standard. And you wanna know what's scary? I'm the leader of an international ministry, 50 employees. We have an audience, millions. Woo! I have this position where I can make decisions, final calls, and it's scary. Because I have to submit myself to my team. I have to listen. Because if I just say my way or the highway, this thing will burn down. Because it's not about me. He's the point. And we all have positions in life. If you're a parent, you have a level of pride. Because you have the right to lift up your thoughts. You have the right, you presume, it feels good when kids do what we want them to do come on y'all this is insidious this this is like heart disease just waiting to happen this is a blocked artery we don't even know because we think everything's fine i'm gonna go quiet i want you to ask the lord ask the holy spirit to search the halls of your heart the arteries of your heart Say, God, where am I being prideful? And let him put his finger on those places of conflict with one another. Pride, here's what pride is. Is living in relationship with people and the world inappropriately? Remember, back to surviving. We have these desires inside of us. And sin is when we get those desires met inappropriately. We use people and things for our gain. That's pride. I heard this word or this phrase that in the word conceit. Second Timothy 3 says that in the last days people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving God and good, treacherous, reckless, and listen to this, swollen with conceit. Pull back towards a six, maybe just go for a walk. Come on, listen to those trumpets. Just go for a walk, tender. Just be gentle here, swollen with conceit. Whoa. That word conceit, it's being wrapped in smoke. It literally means the plight of one who has been blinded by personal pride, wrapped in smoke. Everyone take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale, blow the smoke. Do it until the smoke clears. Come on. Come on. Now lift your gaze. God opposes those people, but he gives grace. The saving activity of God to the humble. Just take a nice strong walk. Come on. Come on. You know what? I absolutely I'm asking you to do this. Walk. If you can't walk, it's because your calorie counter is more important right now. Listen to me. Listen to me. Walk. Humble yourself, slow back, go lower, go slower. That is actually a mark of humility. I have to tell myself, I know I'm in pride when I'm going fast and high, but if I can go low and slow, humility. The way to slay pride is to know you have an audience of one there's one relationship that matters most and from that relationship all other things in life work and flow listen to me god is for you the gospel is for you but it's not about you take a deep breath Listen to me, God loves you, he loves you. This is a love affair issue. He loves you. There's no condemnation for those who look to him. Blow away the smoke. Come on, that that spirit of pride wrapping you in smoke. Take a breath, blow it away. Start to move a little more. Come on, Holy Spirit. Wrap us in your cloud. Wrap us in your love. He loves you. Low and slow. (laughs) Oh, smile. I'm smiling. Humility humility jesus came knowing where his power came from the father and knowing it came from god kept it kept jesus close to the father jesus could have raised himself up as lord but he didn't good job hold back This is why I love Philippians 2. Let me just read this over you as we cool down. If you want to know how you're doing with living a humble life, look to Philippians 2. Christ's example of humility. Here's what Paul says. Think in pictures. Maybe open your palms. Relax your hands. Receive this word for your mind your brain the health of your body receive this so if there is any encouragement in Christ any comfort from love any participation in the spirit any affection and sympathy complete my joy by being of the same mind having the same love being in full accord and of one mind do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Here we go. Who though he was in the form of God, did not account equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Y'all, how beautiful is this Jesus? How beautiful is he? Though he was the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. What are you grasping at? And I'm telling you, whatever you grasp for, there's some pain connected to that. I promise you, I promise you, we can metabolize that pain so you stop grasping do you know the word addiction it comes from the word attache attached like does everyone remember an attache case like a briefcase we attach ourselves to these things and we carry them around and we go jesus and this attache jesus and this briefcase of things that i need him to do No. Jesus did not count equality with God anything to be grasped. He let go and emptied himself of his Godness. Emptied himself of his rights by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men. Now this is why the body revelation has power to it. Because Jesus had a body. Hey, we have disembodied Jesus and we just talk about his theology. He had biology. That's what makes him so beautiful. No other faith system in the world has a God who put on flesh, walked among us died for our sins, took the scourging among him, scorned, spat upon, rejected, raised up on a cross, crucified. And you know what? He never called himself Lord or King, (laughs) but the Jews, the religious hard-hearted people, God's very own, put a sign on the cross that said, Here is the king of the Jews. They thought they were mocking him. They were naming him. That very thing he emptied himself (laughs) of. He won back through death, to the point of death on a cross. Come on. You wanna be raised up? Go low. you want to be raised up go lower go lower here's what we can learn from philippians 2 that humility humility will fulfill jesus's high priestly prayer in john 17. make them one that's what paul says if there's any encouragement in christ if there's anything good here Be of the same mind, have the same love. Do nothing out of selfish ambition, just like Jesus. If we did that church, we would honor one another. (laughs) But see, we need healthy community to do that. Oh, I have so much to tell you on this. I'll come back on Friday or Thursday and teach it to you. do nothing out of selfish ambition. When you are struggling to stay free, look to Jesus. And if you wanna know how humble you are, how willing are you to die to your desires?
1: Woo!
2: How willing are you to die to your desires? That'll slay pride. So when we see people parading and marching, just know they're hurting, and they have raised up a standard, and there is still a hope for all people. Pray, consider others even more significant than ourselves. That's death to our pride, because we go, but God, we're better than, look at all the things we're doing, God. No, 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 go lower, go lower, go lower. You want your body revelation? You want to host heaven in that body? You want a renewed mind, a healthy mindset? You want to live and change the world with the love of God? Go lower. Peace.